Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News, a very big show for you. Two very influential members of Congress back to back. One, a veteran, and you know him well, Congressman Jim Jordan. He is here to talk about so much of the developments in the Sussman trial, the Russia investigation, and all the other things that are going on in the democratic world. Word yesterday that the USDA, the Agriculture Department, is going to tie future school lunch lending programs. These are the programs that give money so that poor and working poor children can get a lunch, can get a breakfast at school that they might not get at home, a healthy one. This is an important subsidy that millions of families rely on. You'll be cut off if your state does not agree to the transgender Title IX rules that the Biden administration is trying to impose. So they not only want to take away the trophy that your daughter might have won swimming, they might want to take away the food that your child gets at school if you're in the working poor or to have a participant in that very important program. Lots of things to react on. After Jim Jordan, we've got Congresswoman Kat Kamek. Yes, one of the youngest members, the youngest Republican female ever to serve in Congress. She's got lots of energy. She's working on the baby formula crisis day and night. She's got great insights on the food shortages, the food inflation factors, and so much else that is hitting home, making it harder to get food on the dinner table, making it harder to put gas, and certainly more expensive to put gas in your car. She's going to tell us all that she's working on in this extraordinary moment in American history where so many families are beginning to feel the pinch of Bidenomics. Two great interviews back-to-back. Jim Jordan, Kat Kamek. Before we do that, though, just real quickly, I promised you we would break that story on the Capitol Hill police investigation. We did, in fact, the entire story is up on the site. An internal investigation by the Capitol Police Inspector General found that the Capitol Police did, in fact, enter Troy Nell's office 
did in fact photograph a whiteboard containing his sensitive legislation plans, something he probably shouldn't have done. They said that the officers who took the photo exercised questionable judgment and that the department lacked both policies and training to protect the privacy and the constitutionally protected work of lawmakers from such intrusions as occurred last November in Congressman Troy Nell's district. Uh, this Sunday, we're going to have Troy Nell's on the Sunday podcast. You get to hear his take on it. But I, I want to just point out a couple things that this report found because it found a culture of failure inside the Capitol Police. They didn't have the right standards and procedures for patrol officers to take a situation like this. They had questions about the officer's account that he found the door wide open because when they tested the door time and time again, it closed on its own. It never stayed open without being propped. And the officer claimed it was open without being propped. No one could explain that discrepancy. He filled out the wrong form. Supervisors tried to keep the entire episode out of the public record system for the Capitol Police. And none of the many supervisors that were alerted to what happened here took any corrective action, the IG said. It was a very strong indictment. I'll just read you this quote because I think it sums up what the report found. First off, Congressman Nels was repeatedly called a liar by the Democrats and the media. His concerns were validated in a big way, and a line of failures, not one or two, but a line of failures were identified by the department. Let me just read you this. The department did not have adequately detailed and updated standard operating procedures in place for patrol officers inside the Capitol building, which created ambiguity and a lack of accountability. The deficiencies included outdated and vague guidance, a failure to follow established procedures to complete the proper notification paperwork, insufficient training on the procedures to follow when entering an unoccupied office. The end result is that the police department doesn't have the sort of protections to make sure that, I guess this is even a better quote when you look at it as I'm going through the report here, beyond not having those things, there wasn't a proper balance of understanding. Let me give you this exact quote. They didn't have a proper balance of protecting congressional representatives and their staff from physical outside threats while simultaneously protecting their legislative proposals and work product from possibly inappropriate photography, scrutiny, and questioning. This is a police force that's been doing this for decades. How could they not have these procedures in place? This report actually raises a lot more questions than it resolves. We're going to talk about that with Congressman Nels on the Sunday podcast, but deeply concerning, strong condemnation of the behavior here of that police department. Questionable judgment is the term used, insufficient training, insufficient policies to do the right thing when you find something as simple as a door ajar and a member of Congress's office. Remember, they took a photo, this officer did, of the secret private legislative plans this congressman had. Scary stuff. Well, speaking of Congress, we've got two members of Congress back-to-back here. Congressman Jim Jordan for the great state of Ohio, followed by Congresswoman Kat Kamick of Florida. Back-to-back, great stories, great policy insights, big actions that they're taking right now. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. 
But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. Really proud to have this next guest on. Every day he's in the trenches getting the American people truth from a government that doesn't want it. Give it to us. Congressman Jim Jordan from the great state of Ohio. Congressman, great to have you back on. <laughs> Well, always good to be with you, John. Thank you. You should have been a dentist because you have to extract a lot of information every day. I don't know how you do it, but you keep doing it. Um, Huge revelation that you and Congressman Gates had earlier this week about the special equipment and room that the FBI seemed to install in Perkins Coie, suggesting there's a long-term relationship going on here. What's the latest on that? Well, yeah, it's in essence kind of like a skiff at the actual law firm itself where they can deal with classified information. Now, there may be valid reasons for that. And, you know, maybe there I assume maybe there are other law firms that have a similar arrangement. But this was for an extended period of time. And it was for, you know, the guy who had access to this and and using this is Michael Zussman, who happens to also be, of course, the Democrat uh, Party's lawyer, Hillary Clinton campaign's uh, election lawyer. So I, I find that that part interesting. And of course, he was the same guy who was indicted, although, uh, you know, the, the jury reached a decision that I thought was sort of strange, but but they did. Um, but, yeah, all that together. And you, you were just wondering, like, why? What was what was the reason here? Why was Michael Dustman the key figure involved with this? Uh, this, in essence, a skip at the law firm? Yeah, it seems like there's a very cozy relationship that we didn't know existed between the law firm. And that's the sort of relationship that can get abused in a political dirty trick like what Sussman helped pull off. I know you're frustrated by the jury's verdict because the facts seem to be pretty clear in this case. One thing I've heard from some of the jurors and people around them is uh, the fact that the FBI had to admit they were lying to themselves about the case kind of made the whole jury sour on the whole thing. The idea that the FBI keeps getting caught lying, it doesn't matter if it's the Michigan case with Dr. Nasser, all the lies in the Russia case. How do we fix this FBI? 
Well, I don't think it's the agents across the country. I think they're, they're good. In fact, we've had a number of them come forward as whistleblowers, talk to us about what's going on relative to uh, January 6th. And, and, and some of these guys, we, we put that, that, that letter out. Um, so I think the agents are good. I think it's the leadership at the top. It's always been the problem. It's the folks in D.C. Uh, we saw that with Comey, McKay, right. Baker, Strzok, Page, you know, that, 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 whole, that whole group there. And you're right, the cozy relationship they seem to have. I mean, remember what we learned in the Zussman trial. We learned that the that Hillary Clinton, former Secretary of State, former First Lady, former United States Senator, uh, is 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 telling telling Zussman to take false information to the press, and that same false information winds up at the FBI, and the FBI seemed all too eager to use it. Um, that's that's kind of frightening stuff. And again, we we learned that not because John Solomon or Jim Jordan are talking about it. Right. We learned that because. Hillary Clinton's campaign made he did, Robbie Mook. Mook. Yeah. On, on the witness stand in a court of law testifying under oath said that. So uh, that that's and then and then, of course, that same individual, Michael Zussman at Perkins Coie Law Firm, the Clinton law firm, they have this special skiff and we'd like to get some answers to that. Yeah. And the first answer that came for the law firm gave kind of gave you a general understanding of what it was, but not why they needed the skiff. What was the skiff being used for? That seems to be the mystery question right now. Do you think you'll get some more responses from the firm? Well, I, I, I hope so. I don't know that we'll get much more from the firm. I hope we at least get some answers from from the FBI. But, you know, that in, in the Biden administration, the number of letters we've sent to DHS, to yeah. the Department of Justice, to the FBI, it seems almost endless. And it's only been a year and a half. And the kind of response we get back has always been pretty weak, as, as, as you know. So um, I'm not holding my breath, but um, we'll, we'll wait and see. Yeah, it's such an important uh, mystery to solve as we go in this. There's another trial ahead. So I think something that jumped out at me at the trial, and I want to get your take on it. September 19, 2016 is the day that the dirty trick came into the FBI from two different angles. Sussman comes in and uh, gives Baker the Alpha Bank stuff. And on that same day, Christopher Steele delivers six of his memos from the dossier. By the way, the first six that headquarters had ever gotten um, at that same day, that can't be an accident that two separate yeah. branches of the Clinton campaign hit the FBI on the same day. Yeah, it's, it's just a coincidence. And no, no planning there. Yeah, and, and you know the game because you've written about it as, 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 and, and covered this more than anyone. You, you know the game. It's to take information that they've created out of thin air, to take it to the press, try to get the press to bite. At the same time, they're taking it to the press, they're taking it to the FBI, so they can tell the press the FBI is looking into this. Yep. And then if the FBI is looking into it, or they can tell the FBI, oh, the press is interested in this, they've been asking about it, and it's all a, it's, it's all in a circular type of thing. It sure that's is. That's all created out of thin air by the Clinton campaign. And that's, that's sort of what we all thought years ago, but now Durham is at least showing that for sure is exactly what took place. Yeah, uh, those are some very important revelations. Uh, I want to pivot to some stuff outside of the Russia collusion case because you are one of the most articulate voices on the impact of the Biden agenda. We don't have baby formula, though illegals do at the border apparently quite well. We do, we have twice the, the price of gas we had a summer ago or two summers ago. We've got inflation on every aspect of our lives. And now, even after the message that Virginia voters sent about woke school agendas, the U.S. Department of Agriculture tells us that uh, schools going forward may not get those, that lunch money that helps millions of children get healthy lunches in poor families if the schools don't adopt the transgender policies of the Biden administration. Your thought of holding children's meals hostage? No, it's it's crazy. It's wrong. It's it's leftist. But this is how the you know this is how the crazy left uh, operates. Um, 
You know, I thought also what was interesting this week, because you mentioned the, the, the inflation, you know, the 41-year high inflation rate we yep. have, and the, the fact that gas is now already in eight different states over $5 a gallon. <sighs> Crazy. Um, Janet Yellen said this week, she said, uh, we were surprised that, that, that we had this kind of inflation. <laughs> we didn't really see it coming. And I'm like, how could you not see it coming? You spent like crazy. You paid people not to work, and you drove up the cost of energy. And 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 somehow you're surprised that we now have a record inflation level. That, that there's no way she's that stupid. So for her to say that, just sort of reinforces what what I've long now believed, which is it's sad to say, but this is intentional. What they've done to the border, we know is intentional. We no longer have a border. What they have done to the price of, of, of energy is intentional. We talked about Ro Khanna in a hearing four right. months ago where we had the energy and gas executives there, and he, he went down the line and said, why don't you promise to decrease production? Why won't you decrease production? What's your And it's like, dude, do you, do you want $8 gas? And, of course, they do. And Biden as much as said that last week when he said he we're did. in a transition period. So, so this is what's frightening. And then you throw on top of that all the woke, stupid things they do, like what this issue there with, with schools and school lunches. It makes no sense. That tells you this is intentional and why it's so important we vote these folks out of office in the midterm election. Yeah, the midterms are going to be such a message from the American people. Another guy who seemed to be surprised was Joe Biden yesterday, who said, I had no idea that if we closed down the largest baby formula plant in America that we'd end up with a shortage. <laughs> I, I didn't even know how to respond to that one. But uh this is a president that campaigned that he was going to be more competent and less drama. We seem to have more drama and less competence than ever before. Do you yeah. think this is the boomerang moment this election? I do. I, I mean, you know, we never want to get overconfident, but um, we need to campaign hard. We need to take the message to the American people, uh, point out all the crazy things the left's up to, and that if they put us in power, we can at least put that in check. It might be tough to reverse it all, but we can at least stop the, 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 a lot of the terrible things that they're doing. Um, I do get a sense as I travel around Ohio, travel around the country, that people have had it. And uh, I think they're going to show up in a big way. And as you said, we started to see that in Virginia uh, last year. I think that's just only going to continue to build. Yeah, it feels like at the polling downs there. Last question, because I know how busy you are. Uh, there is an open border that you see the terrorists coming over. You see uh, the drugs and fentanyl. There will be this standoff with Republicans are in control, which is that they'll have the House. The president will be able to veto things. Is the use of the appropriations rider going to be the one place where Republicans can force Biden yeah. to tighten up that border, uh, the border? It's the only, it's the only, it's the only avenue we have, and it's the avenue the founders envisioned Congress using, is the power of the purse. And so, in we'll have to make the case all next year. Let's say the American people put us in power, we'll have to make the case throughout the year. But when we get to September of 2023, it's going to be important that we win something on some important policy. Uh, in exchange for, you know, passing the, 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 the level of spending that, that Joe Biden and, and Mitch McConnell and, and Chuck Schumer are going to want to have. So that, I think, is going to be the, the, real, the real test next year. Um, and we need to start getting ready for it. And I've, ta I've, ta I've talked to our conference about it, said, look, we need to be ready for what we're going to fight for. And I think it has to be something on the border and probably, um, you know, border security uh, is where it needs to be. But it could be energy. It could be education can't be five things. It's got to be one or two key points that the American people expect us to get. Yeah, that's such an important strategy, and uh, they're going to be looking forward to it. Sir, always an honor to have you on. We always learn a lot, in a, even in a short period of time. Thanks so much for joining us today. You bet. You bet, John. Have a great week. You Thanks, as well, sir. Thanks. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick uh, commercial break. When we come back, Congresswoman Kat Kamek will be here. A lot to keep conversation going about that formula shortage and several other things that you may not be aware of with the USDA right after this. 
All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote. It's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.us slash just news. That's AMAC.us forward slash just news. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title and your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. One of my favorite guests. Every time she comes on this show, we have a really important conversation. Joining me now from the state of Texas, so she represents Florida, Congresswoman Kat Kamek. Congresswoman, great to have you on the show today. Hey, so great to be back with you, John. You are doing an important thing today. You're speaking to young conservative women at the TPUSA uh, event in Dallas. Lots of energy there. Your uh, takeaway on where young women in the conservative movement are going. Oh, I would say it's not where they're going. It's the fact that they're leading it. You know, I always love coming to this particular event because there are thousands of principled young conservatives and they just happen to be women and they come from every background you can imagine, um, you know, well to do and some not well to do, you know, um, Really, every economic class you can think of is represented here. Every color is represented here. Yeah. And it's not about checking the box. The thing that is the driving factor that brings all of these incredible people together is a common cause. And it's that these are all young patriots. They love their country and they want to get involved. And so this is a wonderful experience for uh, young women to come to and really see that there is a movement happening 
where they not only get to be witness to it, but they get to be a part of it and lead in this movement. So it's really exciting and it is absolutely very, very bright future for so many of these young girls. Yeah, and listen, a lot of them are moving into ages where they're beginning to feel the impact of the Biden big government socialism uh, thing, the baby formula shortage. There was a moment yesterday where the the president, I, I, I still can't believe he said it. I didn't realize closing down one of the largest baby formula factories well might cause a shortage. How does someone sitting in the real world say, well, how, how do you process that from a president? He, this is a guy that promised us competence it's obvious if you take a lot of supply out of the market, there's going to be a shortage, isn't it? Well, and that's, I mean, common sense tells us that. And that's the thing that has been the most frustrating, I think, for me, as we've been really leading on the baby formula issue, exposing the hypocrisy of, uh, of this administration. You know, it was a whistleblower last fall that started raising concerns. And so FDA and CDC, they had already begun the process last fall of looking into Abbott. And when they conducted their investigation in January and February, uh, published their findings in March, um, you know, parents at the beginning of this year were already starting to say, you know, hey, things are getting a little tight. Like, it's not bad, but things are getting tight. That that is something you would see or hear if you spent even an hour in normal everyday America. You know, if you went and got groceries just once, you'd, you'd hear or see that. And so you fast forward to March, the CDC and the FDA come out with their findings very quietly saying, oh, um, there's no scientific evidence linking what we found in Abbott to the tragic deaths of those two infants, which your heart just breaks for those families. And, you know, they obviously deserve and need answers. But at that point, you would think that the FDA would say, well, you know, we shut down the manufacturer who gives us 43% of the market share in baby formula for the country, maybe we ought to get them back up and running. Instead, they kept them shut down for no good reason. And the thing that is most frustrating is that they kept it under wraps and they denied it. And then it took quite literally moms and dads screaming at the top of their lungs, calling their members of Congress to actually get some attention to it. And the, the thing really blew up when Border Patrol agents started sending us photos and videos saying, I can't go down the road five miles to the Target in in McAllen, Texas, and get formula, but here I am unloading it out of the back of tractor trailers for illegals. Unbelievable. It was shocking. And for Biden to come out and say, I didn't know, well, first he said, if we had been better mind readers. Talk about a slap in the face. And then to say, I I didn't know until April – Well, leadership starts at the top, and there has been no leadership. And you could probably tell I get really worked up and passionate about this because to me this is just – it's simple stuff, and and they have failed on every front. It truly is an America-last agenda, if there ever was. It is remarkable. Uh, One of your colleagues, Buddy Carter, was at the border yesterday, congressman from Georgia, and said the stacks of formula for the illegals, it looks like a Costco warehouse. So there's plenty down for people legally entering the country, just not for the mom and dads who are lawful citizens of the United States. It's um, mind boggling. I want to take you to another announcement that's in this food USDA category. uh, And that is uh, the announcement a couple of days ago that the Agriculture Department has its own Title IX prerogative that says, if you don't implement the transgender 
uh, discrimination rules that we want uh, implemented, you're going to lose access to the money that feeds a lot of poor and working poor children uh, through the school lunch and school breakfast programs. Your uh, thoughts on tying those two things together? It's absolutely shameful. How dare this administration uh, basically hold hostage a lunch program, food for children that come from uh, underserved families. Uh, They have some economic struggles over an issue that, quite frankly, doesn't, it should should never be an issue. I, I mean, I sit here struggling to find the words because I feel like we're we're in the the clown country. You know, it's why are they trying to tie these two issues together? And instead of looking for a real solution, their answer is to punish. I mean, this is what happens when you have limousine liberals and elitists who have never had to live a day in normal working class America. And their answer, their solution, their method is you will bend the knee or we will break you. That is their answer to everything. And to me, it's just shameful. You know, I sit on the House Agriculture Committee and with jurisdiction over USDA, we are going to be tackling this issue amongst others. But just chalk it up to another failure of the Biden administration. It it just breaks my heart that so many good people, working class people and their kids who are just trying to just trying to make it through this administration, they, again, are constantly getting labeled and, and, and attacked. It's just, it's so shameful. Yeah, it, it's, it's absolutely remarkable. And you have been one, you were the first person I talked to that said, hey, we have a food crisis, a food inflation crisis on the horizon. This is many months ago. Uh, we just saw the latest statistics. Uh, consumer food prices up 8.8% year over year, the largest 12-month advance since 1981. Uh, not only do we have shortages, it is becoming incredibly more expensive to just put dinner on the table for everyday families. Is there a way for Republicans quickly to get a policy in place if they're in charge to bring this down? You know, I, I'm i going to say something that not many elected officials say, and that's, I don't know. I don't know because things are so fundamentally broken in Washington, D.C., and the method for Nancy Pelosi to operate, her M.O. is just steamroll. She doesn't want bipartisanship in, in our nation's capital, which is really a shame because we have some incredible solutions that would have an immediate impact right. and would drive down the cost of fuel, which would in turn immediately drive down the cost of food. These two are, are linked. And, and when I sit down, I talk with my farmers. Actually, last night I was uh, um, having a conversation in Florida with a lot of my ranchers and farmers. And they said, you know, one, you can't find anybody to help. Two, you can't afford the fertilizer. It's getting, you know, into the hundreds of percent increase. Yeah. And, and three, the fuel prices are killing us. And so the cost of food and everything else, by extension, will continue to go up. But you see what the Democrats are focused on. They're focused on gun control. Never let a crisis go to waste, they say. And man, have they, they taken that to heart. That's what's so frustrating to me is that we have solutions and they're for the good of our country, not for one party versus another, but for the country and our people. And they refuse to act. And, you know, on the food issue, and this is going to be an increasingly hot button issue. I was reading an article in the Wall Street Journal this morning that was highlighting what was going on in Ukraine with the lack of harvesting and planting. Right. 
they are right now having to try to recruit drivers from Poland to come in and help harvest what is left of the wheat crop. There are emergency meetings happening in Egypt, which is predominantly the receiver. They import all of, if not the lion's share, of Ukraine's wheat harvest. It's not just that we don't have the drivers and the harvesters and these croplands are being destroyed from the war that's taking place. It's that they're not going to be able to replant. So when everything is said and done, you're going to see real famine. And it's going to hit some of the, the hardest and most dangerous nooks and crannies of the globe. I mean, you're already starting to see some real issues in Egypt, uh, Yemen, um, Somalia, all these places that really rely on importing wheat, you're going to see them the hardest hit, which of course is going to turn into rebellion and revolutions, which shakes the global economy even more. It's, it's really going to be a, a rough couple of months, but I think if we can look past the party politics and say, let's do what's right, we can bring that common sense and that stability to the table. Yeah, and uh, destabilizing the globe is the last thing we need. I know there's enough instability in the globe without uh, a food a famine to be the next pressure point on that. Um, you have talked a lot about this, and I, I think it's important. One of the quick ways that Republicans have in their arsenal right now to get this is get energy prices down. Yesterday, the House caucus released a six-point energy plan. It reduces carbon emissions. That's important, particularly to young voters. Uh, creates jobs, eliminates dependence on foreign adversaries' resources. That's a good idea. And it's getting a lot of good reception. A lot of people are uh, uh, getting excited about this. Uh, is this the moment that Republicans could flip the climate change back, uh, debate back on Democrats? Yeah, you know, I think that that's the thing that we always come back to is, I don't know of anybody who's not for an all of, uh, you know, an all of the above right. strategy. But in the case of the left, they constantly are looking for an either or, and it shouldn't be that. And when you look at the energy industry, and keep in mind, we are an energy economy, everything from start to finish, it's based on our ability to operate and produce energy. And so, when you think about this from start to finish, what it really takes, it's certainty. And so I think we can actually come to the table. Every constituent and every congressional district is getting hit hard by gas prices, by diesel prices. And if we can actually kind of loosen the vice grip that Pelosi has on the Democratic caucus, I think we could actually get something done without fear of her, her colleagues losing their committee seats, as they often say, when they can't vote for something that they right. want to vote for. And she's um, taken the conscience out of voting, hasn't she? Man, oh, <laughs> when you go to Washington as a Democrat, you don't swear and take an oath to the United States Constitution. You take an oath to Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Um, it, is, it, is that, it is that bad. But I will say, I have talked to so many on the left privately, and they have said, man, I would love to support that. I, I would love to do that. I can't do that, though. And, you know, you look at what she has done, she being Nancy Pelosi, she has blocked six times our energy, domestic energy independence bill that would restart production here in America. Why? You have to ask yourself why. Um, so one, we got to get back to some common sense, common ground. And two, we've got to provide that long-term certainty for the industry as a whole. It's not a light switch you can turn on and off. So while I'm encouraged by a six-point plan, <laughs> yep. it, it's not near enough. Right. And you know, when you've got seniors and working-class families trying to make the decision between filling up their gas tank or getting groceries, 
that's a sad state of affairs. Yeah, it, it sure is. And it's um, uh, it's getting worse by the day. I mean, that's the part that I, uh, you can just see this is going to spiral into the fall in, in more and more consequential ways. Uh, last thought, I saw what a busy weekend you had over Memorial Day. You are such a great champion of not only the men and women in blue, uh, of which your husband serves as a, a law enforcement and, and first responders, but also all of the great uh, armed service and veterans. The Veterans Administration is sliding backwards. We had a story over the weekend. Uh, wait times are up to as many as 88 days in some facilities. Joe Biden, this is all in the last year. This happened. A lot of fraud cases where VA employees are being caught dipping, uh, stealing stuff from veterans. Um, is there a, a need to put a little more focus on the Biden agenda for veterans? Because it seems like it's putting the whole situation back in reverse after a lot of gains made under the Trump administration. Yeah, you know, that's the thing that is so frustrating for, I think, so many veterans and their families. The adage within the VA has always seemed to be you delay, deny until they die. And mm. and it, it, that's one of the most heartbreaking um, things that I have heard from veterans when they talk about their experience in navigating the VA. There were tremendous gains made under the Trump administration, cutting the red tape, streamlining the bureaucracy, really getting people to move and, and do their job. And what we have seen is, one, the federal union that um, is within the VA. That is a real problem. And we also have a real problem with the National Personnel Record System, particularly the, the office out of St. Louis. I have seen firsthand the doublespeak, the uh, refusal to provide records, which you can't get any appointments, comp and penny valves, working with appeals, survivors, benefits. None of that can happen until you get the records. And this one place that houses records, they have been trying to digitize for years. But now they say because of COVID, they can't help anybody. Yet you can go online and pay $75 and magically your records show up 48 hours later. So tell me that there isn't something funny going on there where a member of Congress and anyone within the government can't get the records, but if you pay, you can get the records. I think that there is something very, very sinister there, and we are in the middle of investigating that, and we will get to the bottom of it. Um, So I hope that you'll you'll follow up with us on that. We will. But beyond that, you know, I, I, I attended several Memorial Day events and, you know, I can never really bring myself to say happy Memorial Day because it is not a happy right. um, time when you think about what it really means. And in so many of the, the events I spoke at, I, I challenge my my neighbors and friends and and I say, you know, they gave so much. We should at least strive to be worthy of the service that they gave our nation. And so my challenge for for my community is let's be citizens worthy of the sacrifice that our men and women in uniform have given. And I think that we could all do a better job. No matter who we are or where we come from, we can always do a little bit more. So that's my challenge to anyone listening. Yeah, that is a great thing. I think there was an old Ronald Reagan saying this, that we're never going to be able to honor the sacrifices with words. So let's throw some action in there at least to let them know that 
we're going to carry on that incredible legacy that they gave us. And uh, that uh, the photos you had posted were so beautiful. You, could, you know, it's funny, and you see a lot of smiles of people on a solemn day because they know their member of Congress is right there uh, honoring alongside them the sacrifices made. It was fun to see all those photos you posted on social media. Really, really great moment for all of us, uh, Congresswoman. Well, thank you. Now, see, you're going to have to come to Florida for your next trip. That's going to be an easy one for me. You can sell me out of Florida any day. <laughs> <laughs> well, Congresswoman, it's always a wonderful time to have you on. We learn a lot. This uh, this USDA, the food shortage, big, big crises, energy shortage. Uh, so glad to have your insights. And I know if you get in control next year, a lot of action is going to happen really quickly. Oh, man. Yes, it is. But thank you so much, John. Appreciate you. All right. Have a good one. You too. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after this message. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back, folks, from the commercial break. Time to wrap up another edition of John Solomon Reports and head into that weekend. Yes, a summer weekend. It's feeling pretty warm here, like a swamp almost in Washington, D.C., which feels appropriate given all that we keep learning in the Sussman trial and other aspects of this extraordinary town. Hey, before we go, I always like to tell you about something one of our partners can do for you. We get special offers all the time because of the partners and friends and sponsors and advertisers that make Just the News and John Solomon Reports possible. And one of them is one of my favorite because I run a small business. I know how much HR can be a burden. And you know we want to be focused on the strategy of our company, the revenues of our company, the returns on investment, the product, the customer service. HR is the one thing you're like, ah, I don't want to deal with it. Well, we have the perfect solution. Our friends at Bambi, that's B-A-M-B-E-E, they have a turnkey opportunity for you to open up an HR department at a fraction of the course if you were doing the hirings. Why is that? Because Bambi is an HR platform built for businesses like yours and mine. They automate the most important HR practices. And you also, on top of that, get your own dedicated HR manager. You're thinking, "Uh uh-oh, that's great, but I can't break the bank on this. Well, guess what? With a dedicated HR manager at just, you ready for this? Sit down, you won't believe it. $99 a month. That's a bargain. And there are no hidden fees. You can cancel at any time. You run your business and you let Bambi run your HR. That is a deal. That's just one of the many great offerings that our partners at Just the News and John Solomon Reports get. So if you're running a business, you're like, this sounds good. I want to get out of the HR side of it. Let a pro take that over. I'm going to focus on what I'm good at with my product and services. Then here's what you do. 
You go to Bambi.com slash Just News. Keep that in mind. Bambi.com slash Just News right now for your free HR audit. That's right. They'll give you a free audit to give you an overview of what they can do for you, what you can be doing better. Who doesn't want to take that advantage of that? So go today to Bambi, B-A-M-B-E.com slash Just News to get started. Take that HR burden off your plate and turn it into a win. That's a good idea. All right, folks, we're going to have a great weekend Line up on Sunday, we've got Congressman Troy Nels, the man whose office was intruded upon by a Capitol Hill police officer, the one that the inspector general was so critical of. He's going to give us his side of the story exclusively on Just the News and John Solomon reports on Sunday. We're going to Blake Masters, the newly Trump-endorsed Senate candidate in Arizona, the man who hopes to knock off Mark Kelly in the fall. We've got just a whole great lineup for Sunday, so be sure to tune in Sunday. Maybe while you're reading the newspaper, kicking your shoes back, having a lazy breakfast, hanging out on the deck, having a, well, I don't know, some sort of a margarita, maybe. Tune in. We've got a great lineup of guests that were on the Just the News, Not Noise evening TV show. We turned it into a podcast. People love that. It's a new addition to the lineup. Check that out. We'll be having a good show on Sunday. Till then, God bless you and God bless this incredible country. Good night and have a great weekend. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bike. You and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events, and you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe.